It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh. Every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. It is our last Is How You Doing of 2020. Of course, we will be back in 2021. As long as the Packers are playing, Lily Zhao will be a part of of this show every week and and even more in the offseason and and you know through this spring and summer but not a not an every week thing we we love having her uh but we do not want to overstress her time uh she is very busy uh she was very busy today and we were still able to to make this work and i appreciate her always for doing that before we get to our conversation with lily i want to talk about aaron Rodgers. Aaron Schatz from Football Outsiders tweeted yesterday that the Packers are 15th by DVOA on defense, same as they were last year. Their special teams is 25th this year. It was 18th last year. The run game was fourth in DVOA last year. It's fifth this year. The difference between the quote-unquote lucky Packers and this year's really good Packers is entirely Rodgers. That's his tweet. And I thought, hey, you know what? That's right. That's right. The defense is about the same. It's starting to play now the way that it played early in the season last year in particular. And the special teams is worse, even though the punt return game you know, for half the season is not historically bad the way that it was last year. But the other stuff is not great. Mason Crosby apparently can't go perfect on extra points anymore. I don't know why. He's still a clutch kicker. It's still bizarre. The run game, about the same. The offensive line, really good. The difference is Aaron Rodgers. And I quote tweeted and I said, this is the MVP case. But it's more than that. I'll get to that in a second. The difference in this team is the play of Aaron Rodgers. That is, I think, the more precise way to look at this because it's not just 
Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is playing better, and he's going to be the MVP. He is now the favorite. BetOnline.ag has him as the favorite, and I think he's going to win it. Patrick Mahomes not going to play Week 17, it seems like. Rodgers is, and unless he's just terrible against the Bears, and maybe if they lose to the Bears, uh, he he would somehow fall out of it. We talked before the season, and I said that even though they are less reliant on Rodgers than they've been in years past, and, and less reliant than they were in the Mike McCarthy era, that the ceiling of this team was ultimately still going to be decided by how well Aaron Rodgers played. That in order to win a Super Bowl, they needed him to be something approximating his old self. They didn't need him to be Superman. And he has put up Superman numbers despite the fact that he has not needed to be Superman. They have won games with the run game. They have won games to various degrees based on defense. And the passing game has been a reason that they've won these games, but not because Rodgers has to pull rabbits out of his hat. Not because he needs to make magic. Not because he needs to go in the phone booth, take off the suit, put on the the Superman cape and go out and be the sort of preternaturally incredible playmaker that we know and and have seen him be. His play, though, is driving much of their improvement year over year. We know offensive efficiency is driven primarily by the play of the quarterback. And in the offseason, I studied this. I wrote about it. We talked about it. One of the reasons, the biggest reason, the play-action game was not good last year was Aaron Rodgers. The biggest reason the downfield passing game was inconsistent last year was Aaron Rodgers. He is playing exponentially better this season. His completion percentage, which I think can be a misleading metric, but his completion percentage is going to be eight points higher in 2020 than it was in 2019. He's going to have his best completion percentage ever in all likelihood. That is remarkable. It is incredible. And what he's done down in and down out is, I mean, we have we have not seen a guy like this have this kind of resurgence at this point in his career. Peyton Manning was still a great player, uh, you know, when he comes back from the injury and goes out and, and is great. Rodgers was not this guy. We haven't seen him put up numbers like this in years. Multiple seasons, and even in 2016, he was not this good. He just wasn't. He's better now than he has been really since 2011. To pull out this kind of play is remarkable, and he deserves credit for it. He's going to win the MVP for it. And the fact that he is playing at this level is the number one reason why they are the favorites in the NFC and why they can win a Super Bowl. But... Aaron's tweet doesn't go far enough. Aaron Rodgers is the difference. Aaron Rodgers' play is the difference. And this is unfortunately the reality of having a Hall of Fame quarterback, an MVP caliber quarterback. Rodgers is going to be the three-time MVP. Mike McCarthy didn't win Coach of the Year in 2011 or in 2014. Matt LaFleur... Probably not going to win the coach of the year in 2020. But we cannot go without saying the impact Matt LaFleur has had 
on Aaron Rodgers this season. And we saw it again on Sunday. Some of this is just Rodgers being great. And the throw late to Devontae Adams, ridiculous. The fade touchdown, ridiculous ball placement. The touchdown to Equinemius St. Brown looks easy on camera. His feet were pointing the whole wrong direction, and he still puts a seed on Equinemius St. Brown. But there were a lot of other times in the game. Receivers schemed open. Play calls puts the offense in an advantageous position. RPOs let Rodgers be Rodgers. The run game, they stayed with it because it was working. Unlike the Carolina game when they didn't quite do that. All season, and I had a, I had a, a listener point this out to me. How cool is it that this season, I have said multiple times on this show, I think this is the best called game Matt LaFleur has ever had. Multiple times this season. That's happened. And I said on Sunday after that game that it was the most complete game, the best game this team has played in the Matt LaFleur era. Aaron Rodgers is playing like this again in part because of the growth Matt LaFleur has made as an offensive mind, as a play caller, a play designer, a game plan maker, and someone who can put his players in the best position to succeed. Matt LaFleur's contribution to this cannot go without saying, because not enough people have actually said it. You know, the phrase, it goes without saying, means it's obvious, and we don't even have to say it, except no one said it about Matt LaFleur. For some reason, he's not in these Coach of the Year conversations, and I don't want to rehash that. We've talked about it ad nauseum. You know I think he should be one of the leading candidates. I don't know why he's not. But this relationship that they have is what makes this team special. Matt LaFleur's impact, his leadership, what he brings from a culture standpoint, all of that stuff matters. But his relationship with Aaron Rodgers, his ability to get Aaron Rodgers to buy into what they were doing and get him to say, okay, if I need to slightly change the way that I play, I will do it because it's the betterment of this offense if I do. And he's done that. And it has paid massive dividends. And I don't know that there was full buy-in last year. And we've heard that from people who know things say that. And I've heard that. That, you know, it was a it was a feeling out process. Rodgers wanted to buy in, but he also wanted to succeed. And the best way he knows to succeed is to play a certain way. This offense is still going to be, and in 2020, it's just the nature of the beast. Your offense will take you to the promised land. The reason the 49ers couldn't win the Super Bowl last year is the offense wasn't good enough. When they needed to make a play late in a game, they couldn't do it. When the Chiefs needed to make a play, they had Patrick Mahomes, they had Andy Reid, they had Tyreek Hill. Well, this year, the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, they have Matt LaFleur, and they have Devontae Adams. And that is a Super Bowl caliber combination. That is good enough to go win a Super Bowl. Now, can they do it? Of course, yet to be seen. They have to prove it. They have to actually go do it. But in terms of quality, in terms of the capacity, the capability, they have that capacity. They have that talent. And it is because Aaron Rodgers is playing better. And Aaron Rodgers is playing better in part because of 
what Matt LaFleur has done for this offense. We we cannot mention one without the other. It's the same with Patrick Mahomes. I don't want this to seem like I'm taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers because I'm not. I think Andy Reid doesn't get enough credit for what Patrick Mahomes is able to do. He is able to make three or four absolutely ridiculous plays a game because the other 30 plays are easy because Reed and that offense makes life so easy, so consistently for Patrick Mahomes. It was the same with Tom Brady. He was able to do everything he did in the fourth quarter because the first three quarters, things were easy. Life was easy on Tom Brady in a lot of cases. That is finally happening again for Aaron Rodgers, not because the talent around him is so great. That's how it used to be easy because you could just pick a matchup and you know you were going to win. 2009, 2010, 2011, even into 2012, they just had all the dudes. And then again in 2014, it didn't matter. They had the guys. Well, they don't have the guys right now, but they have a quarterback playing an elite level and they have a coach. And that coaching part, I think we have to mention. They need to be, this needs to be just something we do in football now. The coaching part is so crucial. Think about the great quarterbacks. Who does Drew Brees have? He has Sean Payton. Who does Patrick Mahomes have? He has Andy Reid. Who does Aaron Rodgers have? He has Matt LaFleur. In some ways, it makes what Russell Wilson has done even more startling because he doesn't have one of those guys. I mean, he's Brian Schottenheimer for crying out loud. And oh, by the way, that's probably the reason that offense fell off from all-time great to just pretty good. Because you can't sustain that when you don't have the capacity to grow and change and evolve and do the things that you need to do. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers have that, and it is the biggest reason why they are a Super Bowl caliber team. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. You want pizza, they want Chinese, someone's craving frozen yogurt. There's something for everyone on DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. We did a Secret Santa, me and some sports media friends, we did a Secret Santa gift, and we said, put your favorite restaurant down and Usually we say no gift cards. This time we said gift cards specifically so we could support our favorite restaurants to help them literally stay in business. You can do that with DoorDash by giving money to those restaurants for food. That's how this works. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked on. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked on Fantasy Football here on the Locked on Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats you can pick from. Main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. 
And there's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel, and that's what I love about it. Experience season-long wins without the season-long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. It is our last one of these of 2020. And although I will not be sad to see 2020 go, I am I am a little sad that this is our last version of America's favorite game show. Lily Zhao from Fox 6 is here again. Lily, how you doing? Hey, Peter. How you doing? I'm doing great. And you know what? Let's just let's go out on a bang. Let's make this the best how you doing ever of 2020, because like we all know, 2020 hasn't been fun. But I hope people enjoyed our little podcast here. And um yeah, I'm excited. Let's go. I've enjoyed it, and that's what matters to me. So, um, and and guess what? The Packers went out with a bang on Sunday because that was their last game of 2020. I, I realized that yesterday looking at the schedule that they are playing the Bears in 2021. So if that is going to be the final image of 2020 for the Green Bay Packers, I would say uh, things were a success. I have to tell you, though, the the real uh, nail in the coffin for 2020 for me was the snow globe game at Lambeau and no Lily walking out of the tunnel <laughs> snow globe video. Oh, I know. You're just pulling up my heartstrings, Peter. I had to go back in the archives to, to post the photos because <laughs> I was snuggled up in my nice warm apartment here in Milwaukee. i would love those those are my favorite games um just because like again it's it's like lambo with snow is a whole different vibe than just regular lambo which is also super fun um but yeah i I was i was uh, sad i couldn't make it but uh you know maybe next year fingers crossed fingers crossed and we we, we're gonna have some some games here in january so you know maybe maybe we get another one let's let's start with the the snow vibes because there were a lot of questions, right, about is this team suited to playing in the cold? If another team is going to come in with a big physical running game and uh, and assert their dominance over the Packers and, and limit the, the Packers passing game, you know, it's harder to catch the ball in the snow. It's harder to throw the ball in the snow. It didn't seem to bother Green Bay last night. Do you, did they answer those questions on Sunday for you? They did, because if you were watching the game and you just imagine the field without snow, like that's how well they were playing. Like you just I didn't feel like the snow was a big deal for them. And I know obviously running your routes is going to be more difficult when you're getting tackled and your face is getting hit with snow. That's going to hurt a little bit more. But just watching even Devontae Adams just have a fantastic game, watching A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, you know, crank out the yards that they did. And Aaron Rodgers obviously playing at a crazy level. I mean, it really had no effect on them versus a very cool aesthetic for us fans or, you know, us folks watching the game, shouldn't say fans, right? Because we're in the media. Um, but um, I don't think the snow really affected them at all, but it really did slow down what the Titans wanted to do because they're a very fast team and they could never really get in the rhythm of what they truly wanted to do. And that really played in the hands for this Packers team, especially their defense. 
we're football fans, so we get to be fans. That's the cool part of the job is, you know, we we get to be fans too. Let's talk about Quadzilla. We have to talk about it because Jamal Williams is out with, the, with ironically, with a quad injury. It has to be said. And A.J. Dillon comes in and he has the game that I think a lot of Packer fans were worried that Derrick Henry would have against Green Bay. I can't imagine anyone... I mean, even probably A.J. Dillon saw this coming. This was incredible. Yeah, it really was because, again, I think we were all thinking, all right, Derrick Henry, he's going to be, you know, he he still got his yards, but he was never truly a factor. And that's really what I think made this game so great for this Packers defense is that, yeah, Henry got his yards, but he didn't really do much in the grand scheme of things. But A.J. Dillon got his yards and he did a lot. And that's really what I think fans wanted to see, head coach Matt LaFleur wanted to see. I remember – uh, LaFleur said, you know, he talked to AJ before the game and said, you know, we're going to get you the ball. If it's coming to you, you better be ready. And he really was. And uh, it was just fantastic because I know uh, people like you, Peter, you wanted to really see him succeed because, uh, you know, hashtag Quadzilla. But it just kind of justified why he was drafted to this team because everyone's saying Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, two great guys in their own right. And then they draft AJ Dillon. So it's, you know, what was the importance of bringing him in? And it was for games like this where, you know, he could really showcase his power and, of course, his talent in getting two touchdowns. And it's not just the 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 pure power, right? This is this is what Matt LaFleur talked about when they drafted him. People are just not going to want to tackle him. I mean, how many business decisions were made by Titans defensive backs, especially in the second half of that game? I mean, Adoree Jackson dives at his feet on the long touchdown run. Kenny Vaccaro had the angle on him. And instead of trying to square him up and make a tackle, went for his feet. These are the games that they drafted A.J. Dillon to be a workhorse in. And I have to say, as someone who was not a huge fan of the draft pick, although I love A.J. Dillon and the Quadzilla and all of that, this this really got me excited about what this running game, especially with Dillon, can be in these cold weather spots. Because I have to admit, I was one of those people who were like, uh, this might affect the offense in a negative way. And guess what? It did not. It really didn't. And I feel like, you know, in these games where, you know, God forbid Jamal obviously was inactive because he was injured. And then Aaron kind of got nicked up a little bit in the game. So it's if you don't have A.J. Dillon, it's all right. Who are you putting in back there? Are you putting in a fullback? What are you doing? Um, so having him as an option, but then having him play well is what you really want. Because I feel like in those short yarded situations, um, he was able to get those one yard chunks. And even though he said, yeah, it's only one yard, it's still positive yardage, which is what you want to see from, from a rookie running back. And I think he really, really contributed so well. And I know Matt LaFleur said his wheels were turning because he's got three really good running backs. Uh, so I'm just excited to see what they cook up. But the fact that AJ stepped up like he did is super encouraging. Yeah. And so as we turn our attention here to Chicago, uh, they're a team coming in uh, on a winning streak. Uh, the offense is actually working which is sort of a minor miracle that that's that is the case matt Nagy gives up play calling duties and mitch trubisky suddenly looks like um someone who can who can helm an nfl offense though you know to me it's it's fool fool's gold for a lot of reasons what do you think this packers defense i mean do they need to change anything up from what we saw on sunday to to slow down this bears team I don't think so. And yes, I think I think Trubisky is still well, I know Tannehill is a really good runner. I think Trubisky is probably a little bit more shifty um, and kind of nifty with his feet over Tannehill. Um, but both guys are still really good runners at yeah. the quarterback position. 
Um, but I don't think they need to change anything up. Like they're still getting consistent pressure. Um, those guys on the back end, especially are playing super well, Darnell and Jair. Um, I, I don't think they have to switch anything up. They just have to take care of business. And I think what we saw against the Titans was just clean football. There was not a penalty. They didn't pump the football. That's what you want to see from this team moving forward. I think if they just play the way they have been playing, they should beat Chicago. Um, it's just kind of interesting that they're ending their regular season at Soldier Field where to start Matt LaFleur's career, they started that first game in 2019, right? And uh, every game, I feel like the seven out of the last eight games they have played in Chicago have been decided by uh, single digits. But I feel like this is going to be the difference. This is going to be the year where they can actually put up some points uh, against this Bears team because, again, I, they're the better team. They should win this game. It's just don't beat yourselves in the process. Yeah, and there's some there's some interesting symmetry here too because Matt Lafleur and Matt Nagy square off uh, in the first week of the season. You go back, um, you know, even further to 2018 and think about the first game of the season, the first game of the Matt Nagy era, Matt Nagy versus Mike Patton, and yet here we are a few years later. If the Packers go out and, as you say, let's say they win by two touchdowns, it could very well the the, the Chicago powers that be care deeply about this rivalry if the bears go out and show they're they're still significantly behind this packers team it could like seriously alter the trajectory of this franchise moving forward i mean it i don't think it's hyperbole to say that if the packers go out and beat the crap out of the bears it could spell the end for a lot of people in chicago that's true. And then you think on the other end, okay, maybe they keep this game close. Yeah, the Packers are, you know, if they still win it, which they should. Um, but if the Bears, you know, they make it a game in the third or in the second half, that third quarter, they come out firing and they keep it close. Maybe this is still a case where, you know, the powers that be in Chicago say, you know what, Trubisky's still our future. We still have hope in him. You know, he's had four good games, even though maybe, pay him. you know, pay him <laughs> so maybe pay him a lot pay him as much as you want <laughs> no price is too high for our guy mitch yeah i if packers fans would love that for sure um, <laughs> so i you know what I, I think if they get blown out i think you're right it might be something where they just it's a changing of the guard of the guard in chicago but i do believe if they keep it close we could see another year of uh trubisky there all right i'm gonna do something really lame are you ready sure go ahead give me your new year's resolution for the green bay packers Oh, New Year's resolution. You know, I got to say, go to the Super Bowl. I mean, win the Super nice. Bowl is one thing, but like, just just get to the Super Bowl. I think we've all been so like, you know, they've made it to the, to the NFC title game so many times and just can't get over the hump. Get over the hump this year, because I feel like for all of us, we want to cover it. We want to see it happen. I feel like for fans, that'll make 2020 so much better if the Packers can make the Super Bowl. Um, and obviously, depending on if they can get there versus who they're playing, maybe it's a state farm bowl. I don't know, putting it out there mm-hmm. to see. But uh, yeah, I would say Packers make the Super Bowl. That'd be fun. You know what? That's a good one because I think a lot of Packer fans, for as, for as good as I think this team is, if they lose to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and this Chiefs team that's probably going to go 14-2, and 15-1, I don't think that many Packer fans are going to go, no, well... Oh, like this is a this is another really good football team. So getting to the Super Bowl, I, I think that is is potentially a more attainable goal. Do you want to give me one for you? Oh, one for me. Um, oh goodness, I would say hang out with Peter more. You know, Hell yeah, barring COVID, 
and uh, probably just get back into shape, y'all. I mean, it's been a tough 2020, but I, I do mm. gym, I do run. It's just I haven't been as active this year, so that'll be my New Year's resolution. What about you? I'm. It has to be the same. I gotta. This is you know. I'm, I'm not only are we quarantined, but like quarantine dad life. <laughs> like it's a it's a double whammy. So like. It's like quarantine bod plus dad bod. And then, you know, you got to like try and fix all of that. It's not going to be an easy task. But uh, hey, listen, 2021, it's a new beginning for all of us. Not really for the Packers. They are they are trying to move forward, building on what they did in 2021. They had a great 2021. Uh, they are they are looking ripped. They do not need to get that new gym membership in 2021 like maybe you or I do. So uh, I hope everyone has a happy new year. I hope you have a happy new year. And I will once again be lame and say, I will talk to you at least on this podcast in 2021. Yes. Thanks, Peter. And uh, I hope you have a fantastic New Year's as well. Before we finish up, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. The Packers, five and a half point favorites against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. And frankly, I love it. I love the points. And I think the Packers win by 10 plus in a game where they can fundamentally alter the trajectory of the Chicago Bears franchise win and get the number one seed. This team is focused. This team is hungry. So why not make some money off how they're playing? There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And when you use the promo code locked on, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will match your first deposit up to 50% when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. David Harrison here, the Locked On Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21 grain salute to a less boring sandwich. Thanks to Dave's killer bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store and don't forget Wednesdays on Locked On NFL. Take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchise. Tony Wiggins and James Rapian are joined every week by a Locked On draft expert to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL receivers fresh in the league. Did your team have a big rookie performance this week or are they shaping up to have a premier draft pick in the 2021 draft? Get everything you need Wednesdays on Locked On NFL. Subscribe on Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow. Our Locked On crossover edition. Lauren Cox joins the show to give you the latest on the surprisingly hot Chicago Bears. And then uh, no Friday podcast. We will not have a Friday podcast. Uh, and and for the moment, no Periscope. If you want a Periscope, let me know and, and we can get that ironed out. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, 
Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.